Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 57, where we once again play How Long Can We Keep Bob from Talking About Nintendo in the episode. And you can't. My record is 11 minutes. 11 minutes? 11 minutes. 11 minutes until... Oh. 11 minutes until you start talking how, about Nintendo. How long has this game been going on? It's secretly been going on for a while, and every time you put Nintendo in the title description, that's when I try to play my game. You know, here's the thing. I this doesn't count, by the way. This is just the intro banter. Here's here's the thing. I I'm not like people. They want to see the Nintendo. Stuff. I know. That's I get the, that. That's the problem. My concern <laughs> is one of variety. I would like. I completely understand. Yeah. And that's why I put up an Overwatch video this week. And guess what? Nobody watched it. <laughs> so, but that's why I put up Switch videos. People love Overwatch. <laughs> I know. Just you know, our people want to hear me yell about the nintendo switch right. and we will but after we get through a whole bunch of stuff and i'm going to do my best to try and go the whole show without you talking about well, nintendo. no because i put it it's gonna be the title i gotta put it unless it's something more important do you think there's something more important there might there actually there's uh late breaking news that i think is very important that i think we should talk about but can i see it can i see can i see uh, his late breaking news yeah because we... whatever we title the video it's got to be top of the docket no that's after though because i have a lot i have a lot yeah. to say about that um hello hello everybody hello fred bushy melvin cabrera fanatics four adam cullen ignite vigilante mg a 10 hut mg 13 mdb Adam. you say Adam? i think i said Adam. common boy uh fred says personally i d g a f about the switch <laughs> i call bullshit on that melvin cabrera first time in the show, what's up? How's it going? Hello, welcome, welcome. everybody. Welcome everybody him now welcome. and sodomize him. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Muhammad says we just want to hear Bob yell in general, and I appreciate that. Oh, you will hear him yell. Then I'll talk about something completely irrelevant, like um, I don't know, uh, different drum tones. I don't know. <laughs> uh, will yes, that Bob. is a new mug? This is a new mug. My fiance picked this up for me when she was in Disney World. It is uh, a Tatooine mug. That has a nice mug. I can't yeah. wait to use it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be... Hopefully, I'll be moving out soon, so I'll take it with me. You'll have to go to Disney World and get it yourself. Also, thank you, Kevin, for subscribing to us 10 minutes ago. <laughs> before we started. I, I got to remember we have that thing to see oh, yeah. people subscribe. Well, right off the bat, it is the beginning of the month. So you know yes, what that means. It is Do you our, know what that means? It is our monthly public service announcement where we remind you all watching... That you have new PlayStation Plus and Xbox games with gold games that are free with your subscriptions that you should go and you should get and you should play them because yes. this is a good thing to have. And you should always have games on hand. And I want to say that this month is looking pretty damn good. Yep. All right. So uh, we got PlayStation up. Well, yeah, PlayStation yeah. up first. So for Sony, again, if you have uh, PS Plus, uh, they are giving these games away for free. From the first Tuesday in February to the, you know the end of the month, on PlayStation Four you have Little Big Planet Three, and Not a Hero. Little Big Planet Three, I've heard it's weird because like I heard mixed things about Little Big Planet Three. I heard it got better because like when it released it was buggy and stuff. I heard it got better. Okay. Um, Not a Hero, I don't know much about. Not a Hero is fantastic. Yes, it's a great game. Okay, and it's awesome that it's free. That's that's a Devolver Digital title. Oh, yeah. It's great. Awesome. 
Also, uh, Star Wall. I was going to say, on PlayStation 3, you have Star Wall, which is cross-buy on PS4. Star Wall is also fantastic. And Only if you have friends to play it with, though. And Anna's Extended Edition. Excuse me. Anna Extended up. Edition. I've heard of Anna. I don't remember what it is. I don't remember. Oh, that was the worst game of all time, I think. Was it? From what? Like, I think. Hold on, let me Google it. I thought that was Amy. Oh, maybe that is Amy. Because I, I know. PlayStation 3? Yeah. Because I remember the horror game Amy, where like you had I think, to like. I think, I'm thinking of Amy. Yeah. Never mind. I'm thinking of Amy. Amy, you have to like drag around a, like a little kid who, you know, is like sick or whatever, and it was terrible. Well, uh, this is this is Anna here on the screen right now. Okay. Uh, this also looks like a horror game. Okay. But like, only a little bit. Oh, there's a butt. Let's look at this butt. Yeah. That's oh, this a is butt, Tekken. Right. This is Tekken Anna. We don't really <laughs> care about that. All right. Okay. So what else do we got for PlayStation? And then on on PlayStation Vita. Both of these games are crossed by with PS4. Uh, Ninja Senki DX and Torque L. I love me. Torkel. I love me some cross by with PS4. Yeah. Let's see this Ninja. It's interesting like that a Ninja game. Uh, Little Big Little Big Planet Three also came out on PlayStation Three, but that's not cross by. That's interesting. That I guess they're like two different games then. Maybe, but like um, the big thing with Little Big Planet is all your stuff like carries over and goes back and forth. Someone just made it. Oh, Muhammad donated 20 bucks. Look oh, at that. wow. Thank you. This Ninja Deki. Sen, this Ninja sec, Senki. Mm-hmm. Is that Vita? Yes. I am going to need to get this. Oh, look that at. looks like the perfect Vita game. This looks like the perfect yeah, Vita game. I'm I better renew my, renew my subscription for that. Uh, Let me see if I can read his thing. You can go on to uh, All right. Xbox. Over on the other side... um. We got the February games for Xbox Live, Games with Gold. Uh, these are staggered releases. Um, on Xbox One, from February 1st to the 28th, so all month long, you get Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Which, which we played, and it's pretty fun. That is a great game. Um, from February 16th to March 15th, you get Project Cars, which was a Kickstarter game and was a very big deal. Like the whole thing, like it's the most super detailed, super realistic cars, like racing game ever. And it was okay. <laughs> so they're giving it away for free. Um, then over on Xbox 360, which again, you can play on your Xbox One through backwards compatibility. Uh, for the first half of the month, you get The Secrets of Monkey Island 2, which is cool because we got the first one not too long ago. And for the second half of the month, you get The Force Unleashed, the first one. Which is a fun game. Yes. Definitely worth free. The Force Unleashed is... I don't want to say it's underrated, but people forget that not only is that a good game, it's a really good story. It was a solid C plus when it came out. I would go as far as say like a B. B okay. plus. Yeah. Okay. I'd say C plus B minus. Like around there. Yeah. 79, 78%, I yeah. would say. It's definitely good. Uh it's worth screwing around in for sure. I honestly think that was one of the better stories of the extended universe, the old expanding yes. universe. Um, because it, it shows you things that like you didn't normally see and like it made sense. But don't play the second one. No, the second one is trash. End it with the first yes. one. The second one the kind of ruins the story. The first one actually ends very well. It's yes. like got a really good ending. And Definitive. The, yeah, and the second one just takes a crap on it. But who cares? It's all non-canon. Yes. A lot of the stuff that gets set up in that actually turned into Rogue One. So. And that's it for the Xbox stuff, yes. right? Okay. I wanted to say that if you want... My favorite games from this are 
not a hero from PlayStation, mm-hmm. and Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time from Xbox. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see those, we have Let's Plays up. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. We, we did played Let's Play September that. September of 2015. Wow. This is us playing it right here. I don't even remember that. You don't remember us playing it? Well, I we did I rem- it live. I remember playing it. I don't remember it like it was that. I was surprised it was that long Two ago. Two hours of gameplay. Yeah. And not a hero. I played by myself in uh, half not a hero slash Rocket League <laughs> playthrough, which was also awesome. So you can watch that both on our channel and the playlist for what is this gameplay live stream playlist? Okay. So check those out. Now I can read Muhammad's tweet or donation muhammad donate twenty dollars said you guys are awesome i now watch way more youtube because of you oh thank you thank you thank you so much and thank you (laughs) we will put that money towards will's uh new new mug collection yes (laughs) there you go how about how about some of that did i switch the scene back yes i did okay um before we move on, yes. I just wanted to point something out. Uh, yesterday, do you know what yesterday was? January 31st. Yes. Do you know what happened on January 31st? Now that you just looked at my mind. I actually have something about stars. But okay. I uh, yesterday is the 20th anniversary of the release of the Star Wars Special Edition. The, the, the VHS collection? When it released in theaters. Oh, ooh, that was yeah. a big time for us. W- yeah. Wait, what? What's the twenty year? Twenty year anniversary of the special oh, edition. And I was special. I, I and was the, seven when that came and out. And the special edition is the twentieth anniversary of the original movie. Oh. So we're forty year. This is the fortieth anniversary of Star Wars, and it's the twentieth anniversary of the January? special edition. Yeah. Then they did Empire. Weird. They did Empire in February and Jedi in March. They just got them out of the way. That's super weird. I just wanted to touch upon it because it's really fascinating. You know that it's been it had it's been twenty years since the special editions came out and became Star Wars. You know, a lot of people, you know, ourselves included, hate most of the changes that happened in the special edition. But like for an entire generation and us included, like that was Star Wars for us. A lot of the changes in the special edition, I didn't even realize were changes until much later. You know, because that was the first time I yeah, saw it in the movie theaters. So and that's that's the first time you see Star Wars is in the movie theaters, not like watching it on TV. I have a fond memory of seeing Empire Strikes Back in the theater first of all. Yeah. But I have a fond memory of mostly seeing the original trilogy on uh Channel 11. Yes. WB. Yeah. At our grandma's house. Yes. Was that the special edition? No, that was the original version. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Because yeah. then we also ended up getting the VHS. Yes. Wait, when did that come out? When Later the in the year. The gold. Yeah, that was like a holiday of that year. Okay. Because VHS took a long time to put out on. Because that's I was seven when that happened. Yeah. So that was my introduction. Well, no, it must have been before that because we saw it on the WB. Yeah. Well, yeah, we had seen Star Wars on television. Right. And like, we liked it. Then we saw it in theaters. And then that that's was a what, whole different experience. That's why I don't have a fond memory of watching like like Star Wars for the first time because yeah. I I just kind of grew up with it. Yeah, exactly. I don't, you were two years older than me, right? And I I remember. Do, you, watch, do you remember like your first time watching Star Wars? I don't remember my first time. I always I remember like always being on television, um, but I do remember seeing it in theaters. I do remember seeing Star Wars and Empire. We didn't see Jedi, hmm. but we saw Star Wars and Empire. 
in theaters. And I remember seeing both of them and just thinking like this, this is the greatest movie of all time. Guys, you got to see this movie. And everyone's like, no, that's stupid. Star Wars <laughs> is stupid. You know what's cool? Titanic. Titanic. When did, when did Titan- that was 97. 97. Yeah. So those people can kiss my butt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just thought it was interesting that it is now the 20th anniversary of the special edition of Star Wars. Because believe it or not, that introduced like a whole second wave of Star Wars fandom into yes. greater popular culture. And love it or hate it, it did a lot for the franchise and for you know fandom as a whole. I remember at the time I didn't mind. Yeah, no, me any either. Of the changes. It was only like when I got older and they, like I, I mean, s- I will say there were some that I was like, that's not normal. Yeah, but for the most part, I was fine with it. You know? Yeah, it, you know, it wasn't until I got older and I started to know more about like what the original actually was and you know the whole Han shot first controversy and things like that mg13 says my parents sold the vhs star wars classic at the garage sale for about five dollars oh god before i realized the changes that were made i'm so happy oh uh also i realized that the donation sound didn't go off because i I always turn the system sounds off on Uh the stream so let me know if anything sounds weird now okay (laughs) but it should be fine like, if we sound doubled, that shouldn't mm-hmm. happen. But uh, Anyway. All right. Moving on. Uh, Moving on to make sure that Bob doesn't talk about the big N. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, we got more important things to talk about. We got Batman to talk about. All right. Um, ben Affleck is not directing the solo Batman movie. Um, it was announced recently that him and Warner Brothers have come to an understanding. Um, the quote from Ben Affleck, per Variety Report, there are certain characters who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. Together with the studio, I have decided to find a partner in a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this, and we are making it, but we are currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this project and look forward to bringing this, life, to bringing this to life for fans around the world. He's still starring in it. He's still writing it with uh, Jeff Johns, although now it's been reported that Chris Terrio, his uh, screenwriting partner on Argo, and he did rewrites for BVS and uh, Justice League, is now also rewriting The Batman. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, and he's still a producer on it. So, okay. This is a big deal for a number of reasons. Ben Affleck, for all his faults, is an, a very accomplished filmmaker. He's done four films. He's directed four films. Three of those have been critical darlings and like very popular. And Argo won like one of like three Oscars and Chris Terrio an Oscar as well. Um, they also have Gone Baby Gone, which was fantastic. You have The Town, which people say is his masterpiece. Um, there was Live By Night, which just came out, which didn't do very well, critically or financially, but we'll get into that. Um, so there was a lot of excitement that he could bring a level of like gravitas and, more importantly, respectability to a franchise that is severely lacking in it right now. I understand... He's been very like wishy-washy on the whole thing. And it, and it was more than just like him being cagey. Oh, I can't talk about it. NDAs and all that stuff. It was a lot of like, 
you you can tell he seemed unsure about it. And I get what he's saying. Like he was like he was trying to find like a balance because not only does he have to act in it, but direct in it in full costume. Like that that would be, be hard that would to be do. Insane, yeah. Um. So, I, but like there have been a lot of talk about how after Batman vs Superman came out, like and the reaction it got, he was devastated by it. Like he was thoroughly embarrassed. Uh, his big concern was that people are going to uh, see this movie and compare it to Daredevil, which he was also right. in, which didn't do so well. But the thing is that people liked him in Batman vs. Yeah, Superman. he wasn't the problem. Everything else in that movie yeah. was the problem. Um, he addressed it. He attributed it to everybody saying that the tone was off, which it was. But there was so much more wrong with that movie than just the tone. Um, now... Yeah, so he was he was very much devastated, like and embarrassed by the reception it got. And if you ask me, I think that's why Live by Night suffered because he was focusing so so much of his attention on that and the reaction to that that he couldn't focus on making. He was Live very by stressed Night. out, and he wanted yeah. people to really like Live by Night. Yeah, because yeah. he. Because, like, Kimmel asked him how Batman's going, and he's like, I spent, like, a year trying to do Live by Night. You don't ask me about that. Everyone, <laughs> everyone wants to know is, like, how Batman coming. And he was, every time, like, people would ask him, be like, yeah, well, there's no script, and if it's not good, I'm not going to direct it. So, I guess it wasn't good. I guess that, well, that's why they had to bring Chris Terrio in to fix it. So, who do you think is going to direct? Or who would you want to see direct? Because... I was pretty amped to see Ben Affleck direct. Yeah, like that would have been a good choice. Um, but I completely understand that. That is a lot of work and a lot of stress. And he would get all of the blame. Yeah. According to Deadline, there's already like a, a hunt for a director going. One of them being Matt Reeves, who's currently directing the Planet of the Apes movies. That would be an excellent choice. Because in addition to Planet of the Apes, he also did the remake of Let the Right One In, Let Me In, which is very good. And um, he did Cloverfield, um, which I don't like as much as everybody else. But you know what? It had Moxie. <laughs> I I thought it was good. I I thought it was good, but if that was done traditionally, like not handheld, nobody would care. Right, you're right. Absolutely, you're nobody absolutely would care. right. Uh, it was it was kind of gimmicky. Yeah. It didn't really have a point to yeah. it. Like there was no. I didn't feel like an ending. Yeah. But uh, it, yeah, it was a good little like. It was a cool idea. Yeah. So, I mean, I I heard a rumor, like, I'm pretty sure this was debunked, but now he left directing. There was a rumor that he might actually leave the role completely, which yeah, would I, suck. I think that that's an exaggeration. Yeah, because... I think that's people just taking it to another level. Yeah, because he's three movies. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he's that, like, embarrassed by what Batman vs. Superman and also Suicide Squad, which he was in, you know, is a problem. Um, but now he's going to be in Justice League. There's rumor that he might actually have a cameo in Wonder Woman at the at the end or whatever. Mm. So I mean, you know, it's too late. He's like, you know, neck deep in there. So if he left, that would be like devastating to the entire franchise as a whole. Um, it might be good. It might give them a chance to cast younger, which they should have done in the first place. But you know, I w- I would want to see Ben Affleck in a good batman movie without the stupid voice uh modulator thing he has on and just do the role like that we know he can do like that we know he's capable of um 
and yeah, it, maybe he needs maybe he needs to like not direct it. Maybe he needs to like take a break, a long break from this franchise and do something else and like clear his head and his thoughts. I think it's important that he has a big role in the production though. Yeah, I in think the development so. of the movie, not just the acting. Well, this is well, I'm sure he, he will be. Yeah. I'm sure he will have he, that. Well, he's, he's writing it. He's co-writing He's co-writing it, yeah. Um, but this leads to a bigger problem because, you know, the whole... A lot of the talk when it comes to DC films have been behind-the-scenes problems. Uh, you know, The Flash currently has no director. Um, it's getting rewrites, and it's now delayed till whatever. There was all the talk about, you know, there might be problems on the Wonder Woman set. Um, Justice League went through rewrites. Suicide Squad was chopped up ad infinum. Um, you know, they don't have like, you know, they have a list of to- of movies that are coming out eventually, but there's no like clear direction or, you know, strategy. Mm-hmm. Half of them don't even have scripts. They just have titles. Um, I mean, Aquaman seems to be swimming along fine. No pun intended. Um, they just cast Black Manta. I, did <laughs> I didn't mean to. I honestly did I not mean to. Believe I honestly, <laughs> I honestly did not mean to do that. I'm very <laughs> sorry. I'm truly sorry. A Aquaman cast uh, Black Manta, um, and Nicole Kidman is going to play his mom, which is cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, we got Wonder Woman and Justice League coming out this year, and if they're not good, <laughs> Wonder Woman is not going to be good. They better be. Ink Knight Vigilante or In Knight Vigilante says Zack Snyder should direct the new Batman film. Dot dot dot. Smiley face. Can we ban him for that? Yes. Okay. I got. It. I'm on it. <laughs> AJ says let Martha direct. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Gilbert says, are we talking about the greatest movie of all time, Batman vs Superman? Fred Bushy says, let Scott Snyder write it. Mm, yep. I'd be okay with yep, that yep. As, long, if, as long as he can rein his more, like, cartoony elements in. Because, like, All-Star Batman is a very cartoony. MDB's calling you out and says you absolutely intended that pun. I did not. I MDB, I swear I did not. <laughs> I'm, I'm so oh, sorry. So you're a liar, is what you're I'm saying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fred says, let dot 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 Nintendo direct. Speaking of Nintendo! <laughs> God damn it. 24 minutes. 24 minutes. Let's go. Let's get over here to this, to my document here. This TechCrunch article right here. Nintendo reports 569 million profit as Pokemon game sales get off to a good start. That, that's Now, I should have read this before. Oh, no. I picked this one because it was a short article. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo only takes a fraction of the revenue from Pokemon Go, the smash hit game of 2016, but its popularity has recently boosted its own Pokemon game as evidenced by the company's latest financial report. This is, of course, for the fiscal year, uh, the fiscal quarter, third quarter of 2016. Yes. Yes, so that's from then until now. Yeah. Um Blah, 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 blah. Nintendo reported a 64.7 billion yen at $569 million profit on revenue of $1.5 billion. Uh, that's a return to the block to the black following a 57.1 million loss in the previous quarter. 
Revenue was down 22% year on year, but Nintendo beat analysis expectations and it has raised expected profit for its annual financial report due in May to $791 million from $440 million. So that's a pretty big jump. That's mm-hmm. a couple hundred millions of dollars. The firm spotlighted its Pokemon Sun and Moon titles. Wait a second. I'm having a flashback. Okay. Because remember last time I did one of these earnings reports and it was for the wrong quarter? Yes. Are you doing it again? No, this is posted yesterday. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Pokemon came out a while ago, but no, it was in the right quarter. Okay. We're in the right quarter. Because in in the second quarter of 2016... Wait, no, is this the third quarter or is this the fourth quarter? I don't know. I don't know what the quarters are. Well, anyway, in the quarter before this, Pokemon made a lot of money off of uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. Because of Pokemon Go. Right. So I was having flashbacks of that. But that's not the case. This is the new quarter. This is the last quarter that just happened. Um, the firm spotlighted its Pokemon Sun and Moon titles for the 3DS, which it said have clocked a combined $14.69 million in sales since launch in November. Super Mario Maker was top release, which I still have yet to get, even though I was the biggest... <laughs> You know, is advocate this, for would it, it on still the be worth it though if it doesn't have sharing? That's really annoying. Yeah, people have figured out a way to do it, really, which is weird. Yeah, I don't understand how it works, but yeah. uh, I also think they got to update it to fix that. Uh, I hope so, but I want that thing on the Switch. Give me that, yeah. give me that on the Switch. Now, I just ma- I basically made a Nintendo put it on 3DS. <laughs> I will be, I will take all the credit for that. Okay. Now, uh, it's not good enough. I want it on the Switch. Um. Or I want that backwards compatibility. Mario Maker was top release, surpassing the 1 million mark during the recent quarter. That, in turn, drove hardware sales, Nintendo said, particularly overseas. I doubt that. I think that was all Pokemon. Nintendo 3DS sales came in at 6.45 million, up 10% year on year. Yeah, 3DS did crazy because of Pokemon. Right. With the number of titles sold jumping 20% to hit 46.78 million. That's a lot of millions. Mm-hmm. Nintendo also released its much anticipated first Mario game for mobile in December. Mario Run for iOS racked up a record 40 million downloads in its first 4 days, but Nintendo didn't give any further insight into how the game has done since then or how much money it has grossed. The game will land on Android in March, so perhaps we'll get more color in the next quarter. I don't think they're going to release the uh, profits that it made because I don't think it did as good as Pokemon Go because it doesn't doesn't have uh, microtransactions. It's got one big microtransaction. It's got one big macro transaction? One big... It's got one purchase. One purchase. (laughs) One purchase. Another title, Fire Emblem Heroes, will be Android first when it drops on February second. Oh, that's tomorrow. Ooh, Android though. So I see they switched it. That's how you have to do it when you talk I'm about Nintendo. Kill, I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> that was intentional. That was. But a third title, Animal Crossing, has been delayed. That's yes. gonna be a big one. I do want to try the Fire Emblem. Though. Also coming is the Switch, Nintendo's next flagship console, and that likely contributed to fail to falling Wii U sales. Nintendo did say that the console's performance control conformed to our expectations, with 0.79 million units sold in the last quarter. That is very not good. Yeah, 
That's down 75% year on year, with game sales also down 45% to reach $12.48 million. Nintendo also said revenue from Amiibo character sales remained stable. That is not true. They're down. I heard they were totally down. Wait, which one? Amiibo? Amiibo. Yes, they're down. And yeah, they're they shipping. stable. Well, they're I think shipping. It's, I think it's as expected. It's stable, but like they shipped a lot oh, less. Oh, you got it right there. The, uh, yeah. Um, last year, they shipped about 20.5 million units. Uh, this year, they shipped uh, 6.5. That's a significant difference. Yeah. It's... They, I think they were just expecting it not to do as good because it's not freaking Smash Brothers Amiibos. It's the, these garbage Amiibos. The Animal Crossing Amiibos, which they flooded the market with. Somebody was comparing it to Guitar Hero. Uh, yeah. Because they're peripherals. Yeah. And they're just plastic. Generally, revenue from digital was unchanged over the past year. Due, they, they, There's a typo in this. <laughs> due to the relatively fewer offerings of downloadable content on offer speaking of amiibos i've been i've been wanting to get rid of these really yeah i want to do something with our with this with our set this needs this needs to change these amiibos this is like two years old now it's true it's a little much yeah gonna open them all up and break them oh oh you uh, <laughs> no i'm not gonna do that oh uh, well well why you open them up it's stupid it's stupid we'll keep them in the box yeah, i'm gonna open them all up and shut up <laughs> not on mention here is that the we the, the nintendo switch has extraordinary pre-orders yes they are anticipating a lot i think like two million in the first week or mm-hmm. something which is crazy for nintendo so they made a lot of money in switch pre-orders which doesn't mean anything yet, yeah. but it will. They're going to have make a lot of money. Speaking of which, let's see how my Nintendo stock is. Because this was a good day for Nintendo, saying seems, that they're doing seems well. Seems like it. And it's down even more today. Wow. Because nobody has any brains. Yeah, I don't get that. The stock market makes no goddamn <laughs> sense. Actually, it's up today, but it's down like for the week, pretty much. Yeah. It was down, way down yesterday. Oh no, a year that was a year ago. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, no. Where was that? A year? What? How come I? No, that was that was yesterday. Yes, yesterday was way down. Today it's up a little bit, but it's still way down from when I bought it. Comboy asks us to make a one piece wall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So all in all, Nintendo's doing pretty good. They're doing okay. Because of Pokemon. They're do- yeah, they're in a very transitional period right now. Um, they canceled uh, that Project Giant Robot game that everybody... You didn't hear about that? No. There was... Um, for, the Wii U, for the Wii U, there was like a Project Giant Robot game. And they just canceled it. Miyamoto was like playing it at an E3. And he's like, oh yeah, this is a game where you play Big Robot. They canceled that. Um, oh. They're... They've officially ended production of the Wii U. That I was going to say. Um, that that well, globally now. Globally, yeah. Yeah, Japan was the last to go. Is that what that means? I no, I think um, Japan is the first, and then everyone else is going to follow suit. Mm. So yeah, they've ended production. The last Wii U game is going to be Breath of the Wild, which is pretty yeah. crazy. I wonder how well that's going to sell on Wii U. Well, the last official, well, probably less. Because who's gonna, you know, keep? I don't think they're gonna make Just Dance 2018 or whatever for. Even Is 2017 they, going on Wii U? 
I don't, I don't know what they're up to. I don't know if it's like Madden where they do the next year. Well, or that's they... that, that's a launch title for the Switch, also. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Breath are... of the Wild is the last Wii U game, right? Uh, that's one that matters anyway. They also say that they're going to continue to support the 3DS for at least this year. Yes. Or they said for the foreseeable future. But mm-hmm. there are like a decent amount of games coming out for the 3DS this year, which I was not yeah. expecting. Nintendo promises 100 games are now in development for the Switch. That is so many. Yeah. But they also said this uh, with the Wii U. Apparently, so cool. um, the price of their online service is going to be cheaper than... Xbox Live and PSN. That'd be great. Uh, for according it better to, be. According to this uh, report... It doesn't offer as much. <laughs> uh, according to this report, it will cost between 2,000 and 3,000 yen per year, which is about 17 to $26. That is awesome. Yeah. It'll probably be 30. Yeah. That that would be great. Or 40. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be 30 or 40, because they'll, they'll upcharge us. Yeah. It better come with... I mean, we're going to get a free game every month, but right. it's only for the month. Yeah. We don't get to keep it. And they better damn well be good games. Yeah. And they better have... I would love some sort of Netflix-style service where we get to play uh, virtual console games. I don't think they would give us that because Nintendo is Nintendo and they just like to do things their own way. Yeah. Um, and by that, I mean make you pay for the same game 100 times. I know. And I will. I will I will buy Mega Man X again <laughs> on my Switch. Like an asshole. There's, a, there's another I thought I want to talk about, but I guess I don't. So, you can keep going. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, here, Wii U models discontinued in Japan. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. That so, was yesterday. Yeah. Go so on. Wii U is, is dead. Yes. Long live the Wii No. Not long live the, <laughs> live the Wii U. The Wii U was not a good idea. It had some great games on it. Mm-hmm. The console itself was flawed in many ways. The gamepad mm-hmm. should have been. It just should, it should have been the Switch. They should have just skipped the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, also considering the Wii was so successful. Yeah. It, Green Squad asks, is that an original villager? Can't tell from here. It sure is. Is it American? Is it an original villager? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Because I know they re-released it, and you can tell because the hair is shorter. Oh. I, I honestly don't remember. I don't remember. Huh. I'm pretty sure it's an original. Yeah. Oh, wait. Some of these, see how this is habitant? Yeah. These don't, some, like Samus and this have like a subtitle. Some of these don't. Well, maybe that's not an original because Samus was a later release. Oh, oh, might not be original. Oh. Yeah, We Fit Trainer has it too. Oh no, that's French. Isn't it? Yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah, no, that's a different language. Yeah. Those are different. Oh, that might not be American. That might be it. That's what it is. It's probably Canadian or something. It says Habitant and Aldino. I just did this. (laughs) If you speak those languages, let us know. Yeah, let me know what type this is. Or or will it say it? Um, Probably. Box might. Let me see. It's got a UPC. Oh, yeah, they all do. Dusty. It says Nintendo of America. All the fine print is well, fine print is English. The copyright is English. Interesting. No wait, what's this? P U A N V L. 
I'm going to read more chat. Okay, yeah, you do that. Here, I'll look this up. Alejandro says, awesome shirt, Bob. Thank you very much. You can get your own in the link in the description, our T Public store. It is in there. In all different styles, too. You don't have to just get the baseball tee, but I really like the baseball tee. <laughs> Mohammed says, make it a snack wall, which is a great idea. That is a great we idea. We should have snacks at the ready in this area mm-hmm. at all times. Because this is this is prime snack time right now. This is. Because there's nothing people like more than hearing two dudes chewing. <laughs> MG13 says, I don't get when people say Nintendo gets a fraction of the revenue. So what? 50 50, 25 75, 190? Is that, are you talking about uh, with Pokemon? Yeah. Because, yeah, they do get a fraction of the revenue. They they own, what, a third of the Pokemon? Company? Yeah. So, no, they own a third of Pokemon Go. No, they own a third of the Pokemon Company. I don't know. But, yeah, they get a fraction of the revenue. Uh, well, I mean, they own a third of the company. That doesn't mean they necessarily get the revenue. Yeah. But they get revenue for the game selling well because it's on their platform. He also said Nintendo probably won't update it. I don't know what he's referring to. They'd have to redo their box art with the online functionality included. Probably would cost a lot of money. Oh, I guess he's talking about Mario Maker. I yeah. don't know. I think they could update it with... Because with, it does have online functionality. It's just not good. Yeah. It's just not, you know, it, it's the back of the box probably, I don't know this for sure, but it probably says online. I think you can only, like, share levels, like, through, like, local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is dumb. So. Yeah. I I want a portable Mario Maker, and it would be best on the Switch. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, probably. All right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, Let's do the, oh, wait. Yes. No, let's do that. Let's the, do the, the GameStop one? GameStop one. Okay. Uh, real quick, before we do that, I just want to bring up um, two things. Last Guardian is getting a permanent $20, $20 price cut. And nice. that game just came out. Um, I kind of want to play that. Also, IGN does this thing where they compare uh, PS Plus and Games of Gold games uh, every month. And like they tell you how much they currently cost and what value you're getting. The PS Plus games total are $69.94. And the Xbox games are currently $74.96 total. Damn. Oh, it's yeah. pretty much the same. Yeah, you're getting... I mean, the PS Plus games, it's, it's lower, and you're getting more. Whereas, you know, the Xbox oh, one, they're okay. higher, and you're getting less. I feel like with games with gold, you get more AAA stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially recently. I'm going to download that Ninja Sen key right now. All right. <laughs> well, no, I don't, can you? Is it available now? Or? Uh, well, it's February. Right. Yeah, give uh, it a shot. I don't know. I'm going I'm to see. All right. While you do that, I'm going to talk about how GameStop is lying to you. I hate that, but <laughs> go on. <laughs> okay. So, apparently, this is per um, an investigative report by Kotaku. Um, there's a program within GameStop called Circle of Life, um, which gives game- each GameStop stores different percentage quotas for pre-orders, reward card subscriptions, Use game sales and game trade-ins. Each of these quotas is based on the store's total transactions, pre-orders, and reward cards. Subscriptions are based on blah, 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 blah. Basically, GameStop GameStop corporate wants every store to hit X amount of pre-orders, X amount of rewards and subscription cards sold, X amount of used game sales, that's the big one, and X amount of game trade-ins. 
per day. So what corporate has been telling the local stores to do, more or less, because I didn't read the article, I just, you know, blazed through it. I read it. Um, I can help. Thanks. So what they're pretty much saying to do is, if somebody comes in and is ask and wants to buy a new version of, let's say, Watch Dogs 2, the person behind the counter is to tell that customer, we don't have any new copies of Watch Dogs 2. See, that... Even it, if they do, so they can try to sell the used copy. See, that is a, that is a misnomer because of articles like this. Okay. That, it isn't even what is said in the article. It's just implied by the title and the general nature of the article. All right, so... GameStop isn't telling anybody to lie to anybody. GameStop is pressuring the the employees to sell more used games. And this pressure is so bad that employees are now lying to customers to get them to buy the used stuff okay. instead of new stuff because GameStop sees the numbers coming out of the store. Yeah. And if they see a lot of new sales versus a lot of used sales, they're going to say you need to sell more used stuff. Yeah. And the store will take that as I'll do it in any way necessary. So I have some insight because I worked for GameStop <laughs> for many years. Um, our store never played along with any of this stuff. Right. We didn't care. We were like, that's not right. I'm not doing that. Uh, and we fought back. Like my manager was very vocal to the district manager and anybody else that she could get her hands yeah. on that. this These were dumb rules, especially something like this. Because especially when there's, like, Resident Evil 7 came out. Yeah. So part of this article is saying that Resident Evil 7 came out and they have, uh, they need to, they have, they're, every store is given goals every every week and every yeah. month. They have to hit a certain amount of used sales. And they're all, the numbers are always based off of some ridiculous number that they just get. Maybe it's their last year used sales. A lot mm -hmm. of times it's the, it's the previous year's used sales for that week. This week, Resident Evil 7 came out, so the new sales are going to be up versus the used sales. Right. Because everybody's buying the new game. In this article, they say that some some of these employees would lie and say that they don't have the game. Yeah. Just so that they wouldn't make the new sale, because they want their used sales to be up. Mm -hmm. Not only does this hurt GameStop, but it hurts the customer. Yeah. It hurts everybody. They just won't get yelled at. But don't you think, like... That they shouldn't create a corporate culture where something Absolutely. like this is necessary. Absolutely. There's definitely something wrong with GameStop. Yeah. That they focus this... I like. I understand their used sales matter more. Yeah. Because they that, get a lot more profit. profit. Yeah. But when they compare it to something like last year's used sales, like maybe last year there wasn't a big game this week. Right. But this year there's a big game. Mm -hmm. So you have to be okay with having lower used sales than the previous week you have yeah. to know that there's a reason for that and my particular store that i worked at when there was an issue like that like let's i worked there when uh the new systems came out if you bought a new ps4 that's four hundred dollars of pure new sales yeah that blows away the used sales yeah completely just that that week that the ps4 came out used sales were were down like an insane amount mm -hmm. and you know we got yelled at but we were like are you are you kidding me it's the ps4 yeah like everybody's buying ps4s and they're like oh yeah you're right like they have to just understand 
that stuff like that happens. And the, the employees have to do the right thing and they should be trained to do the right thing. They shouldn't be trained to lie to the customer. Well, that's kind of their fault. It, it Well, at the same time, you have like, to have a brain, right? You have to have a brain, but at the same time, you know, this is their job, right? Like I understand like doing what you can to, uh, f- keep your job. Not everybody works, in, works with a manager or a store supervisor who, you know, can fight back that's and true. can fight for that's them. That's very true. You know, a lot of people are stuck in situations very where, fortunate. where they have to do this stuff and they know it's wrong, you know, which is why like an article like this, you know, regardless of what you think of it is good so that it lets people know, you know, what's going on. I, I will say, I know people who lied, who lied to customers right. a lot. Like I, I know a decent amount, way too many people that worked at GameStop and other stores that would lie to people yeah. to get them to buy used stuff. I never did that. Mm-hmm. My manager never did that. Or I'm sure she's lied to customers before, but not in a way that would benefit her store like yeah. this, you know, like not to hurt them to benefit the store. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, that's a little much. There's because like, I worked in retail, too, and I would lie to customers, too. But like there's a difference between like lying to customers because they're an asshole or because, you know, you don't want to upset them. Right. And then there's lying to a customer because you're afraid to lose your job. Right. You know? Yeah. It's. It's just GameStop did GameStop is guilty of creating a culture that would enable something like this to happen. Yes. It is not true to say that GameStop is encouraging employees to lie to customers. Maybe it's not fair, but at the same time, like this is like I'm just because of their practices that people are forced to do that. You're correct. I'm just saying that there is an extra step in there. Right. It's not a direct, hey, you, if you have the new version, tell them you don't have it. Right. It's not as clear cut as that. Because that's what this is kind of implying. But what it basically is, is um, if you have the new version, you can sell the new version, but we highly suggest you don't. And there's a guy right. standing behind him with a baseball bat doing this. What's even weirder, and this this article actually has this in there. Yeah. Sometimes there'll be sales on the new product. Yeah. Like a new copy of... Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. This specifically says Watch Dogs Two is currently on sale new for thirty dollars, but the pre-owned is fifty-five dollars. Yes. So people will lie and say that they only have the used version. Right. Or even in the computer, if you if you scan the new version, it'll say, "Hey, we have it used," and it'll tell you the price. <laughs> it'll say it's forty-five dollars or whatever yeah. it says, fifty-five, whatever. Um, and you're supposed to t- ask the customer, "Hey, would you rather have it new for uh, used for fifty-five dollars?" Yeah. And obviously, no, but. Uh, that's just uh, like, you just have to think like I, I, again, I was fortunate enough to have a cool manager and I was, uh, I always tried to help the customer out because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a nice guy. Yeah. So if I saw something like that, I would turn it off and I'd be like, no, I'm not going to tell him to get the used version. That's stupid. So according to this article, games, GameStop staff, um, Corporate managers are monitoring both stores and individual employees, asking yes, everyone to get um, the circle of life score to at least 75% by hitting at least three of the four quotas. If a store is hitting their targets, but one salesperson isn't, that salesperson may face punishment or even lose their job. That is an over-exaggeration, but that is true to an extent. Okay. I mean, I don't know the current climate of GameStop, yeah. but in my day... They were targeting, like, everybody got their own score. Like, I got a score per day how many uh, 
reserves I got, yeah. how many uh, Game Informer subscriptions I sold. Because if you sell, if you get a Game Informer subscription, you also get 10% off of the used games. So yeah. that's to imply that you're going to buy more or to encourage more used sales. So I got, I had to have a certain amount of reserves per day. I had to have a certain amount of uh, Game Informers sold per day or renewed mm-hmm. and the used sales. Right. So I was scored on all of that. I was fortunate enough that my store was insanely slow, so <laughs> sometimes there would just be no people. Right. But it was my job as an employee to gauge what type of customer was coming in. If it was somebody that I knew or somebody that was like, hey, uh, when's the new Resident Evil come out? I'd be like, oh, comes out in March. If you pre-order it right now, you'll get all of these bonuses. Like, yeah. But if they weren't asking that, if it was some mom that came in and was mm-hmm. like, just give me Pokemon, I wouldn't be like, do you want to also reserve Resident Evil 7? Like, no, you don't do that. There are ways to do things and ways not to do things. And clearly it looks like they're doing they're doing things the wrong way over at yes. GameStop. Yes. Um, hopefully. They often do. Right. But hopefully like things like this and if more like news of this stuff spreads, then that will be incentive to like change, you know, their mentality. Hopefully. They'll stop selling games and just sell their toys now that they're also thinking. Well, yeah, I mean that's that was them future-proofing themselves from like the digital, you know, onslaught that's going to come. Um, but you know, in the meantime, their games practice is still pretty crappy. Yeah. So I was at GameStop in the city mm-hmm. by my old job. Um, I bought, I think it was Uncharted Four. I think okay. it was Uncharted Four. I bought it, and then the guy was like, hey, do you want the collector's edition? And I was like, yeah, okay, you upsold me. I do want the collector's edition. So he, it wasn't. The, it was the one above. I don't know. It was like the mid-tier one. Yeah. Because I wanted the art book. I was like, is there an art book in there? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I want that. So I, he's upsold me on that. Then he was like, do you have an Xbox One? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, well, right now, if you get an Xbox One, blah, you want that? And then he started like, he like yeah. started like ringing it up. And I was like, no. And then he like kept selling me on. He's like, if you get it right now, maybe you'll get Uncharted for free because we have a special promotion. I was like, relax. <laughs> and then my card was 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 it needs to be renewed. And he's like, oh, in a month your card's gonna be up. Do you want to renew it now? Because then you get all this stuff. I was like, I I said I used to work at GameStop. I don't want to renew. <laughs> I know all of these things. I know everything that you're doing. I don't want to renew. I was like, okay. And then he rang it up and he's like. Do you want to reserve anything like Resident Evil 7? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I just told you, I know this whole deal. <laughs> you upsold me on on the one thing. Good on you. But that was something that I actually wanted. So you need to relax. <laughs> I remember, I don't know why I remember the day I bought Resident Evil 4. That's what it is. AJ says, do you want to insure this for $3 more? Yeah. Because you hard. can insure. Yeah. And that was another thing. The G- Best Buy does the same thing. GPGs, they were called. Yeah. Uh, game production something. Yeah. I No, I do not want to do that. Yeah. I'm not a child. I put my games back in the case. Best Buy does the same thing. I, I don't also, know. Also, they're insured for one month. Yeah. No matter what. So don't buy that. That's a scam. Unless you destroy discs or, or have yeah. kids. I don't know why I remember the day I bought Resident Evil 4 back in like 2005, but like I went to Best Buy. They didn't have it for some reason because I said it wasn't in. Bullshit. Um, so I went to the GameStop that was across the street. And I, I can see, like, behind the glass, there was, like, Resident Evil 4s. And I asked the guy, like, hey, can I get Resident Evil 4s? Like, did you pre-order it? I'm like, no. Oh, well, then I don't know if I can give it to you. Like, I don't know if I can if they have enough for you because it's only for pre-orders. Stacks. <laughs> Just stacks. And Wait, where was this? GameStop. This was in Levittown across from mm. 
and this is like 12 years ago and like you know he's like all right well do you want do you want the regular or do you want the special edition i'm like ooh, i think i might want the special edition all right i don't know if i have enough and stacks so why'd you ask i i know he's, he's just being an asshole to me there are some gamestop employees that totally don't help the stereotype yeah like there's there's you know i understand like trying to like oh if you pre-order whatever but like this guy was clearly a douchebag yeah like he was just a giant asshole but so and they did they have it or did they not have it well i i have it i have it i own it i own i so bought it that day when you got it did he also try to get you to pre-order something else because you didn't pre-order that I, I wrote, like do you want to pre-order this because then you'll ensure yourself a copy uh no he didn't do that that's a common tactic he to make I, you feel probably, bad for not pre-ordering he it? probably asked me if i wanted to pre-order something and i said no yeah because like, i knew that that because that i knew like the whole always. make you feel bad for not pre-ordering yeah. it so that you'll pre-order something else that's a tactic yeah that i'm guilty of but usually <laughs> it's not like that yeah like gamestop this is another bad thing GameStop does. Mm-hmm. They encourage their employees to sell through their pre-orders. So if they have stacks of a game like that, like yeah. Resident Evil 4, if you didn't pre-order it, they would sell through anyway. Even if they only had enough of the pre-orders, they would sell through. Yeah. So pre-ordering a game doesn't mean anything because GameStop is encouraging them. So that is a lie, I guess. <laughs> GameStop is encouraging them to sell through the ones that they're holding for people. Right. My, again, my store didn't do that we thought that was dumb because if you pre-ordered it you should be insured a copy for mm-hmm. at least 48 hours because that's what it says in the receipt so what i'm trying to say is go to the GameStop in hicksville new york because <laughs> that is the good one yes or amazon or amazon or because amazon. you save five dollars if you pre-order yeah. the game so but you don't get it right away oh, God forbid. if you go to the GameStop in hicksville new york you say hi to stephanie <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? GameStop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, again, the only reason why you should get a subscription on a game, uh, not a subscription, uh, an insurance on a game. Yeah. Something like whenever there are people who buy Call of Duty every year and only yeah. Call of Duty or Madden and only Madden or Grand yeah. Theft Auto and only Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Those are the games that I would suggest uh insurance on because those people are only playing that game right for like a year. Mm-hmm. And just that. And they're usually like kids. Yeah. Those I would suggest uh, insurance on. And a lot of times they'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's going to break it. And then I have to come back here and get another one. Yeah. So. I, I was reading some article. Um, A guy found uh, his kid put a DS cart into his PS4. I did see that. Yeah. That was a Kotaku uh, employee. Yes. So that's why you get insurance if you have kids and yes. you don't know how to raise them right. Or pets, and you leave things everywhere, yeah. which is all, which is kind of your fault. Yeah. Mohammed asks me, "What's the worst thing you've done as a GameStop employee?" Kill the man. Yes. What is the worst thing I've done as a GameStop employee? I watched a man who was my assistant manager at the time. Kill a man. <laughs> Kill a man. He was hanging out with his friends, and one of them was drinking in the store. <laughs> and I was I was not of any authority. I like just started. Right. I had just started at that store. One of them was drinking in the store, and I was like, this is weird. And I just sat there quietly in the corner mm-hmm. while they were all, like, hanging out. And they had this rubber band ball, like, in the store. Yeah. And one kid was like, bet you I can put it through the ceiling. And they're like, no, you can't. And I was like, this is going to be good. And he takes it, and he bounces it on the ground, <laughs> and it goes right through the ceiling. And then he got fired immediately after nice. because he did a lot of bad things that day. But that wasn't me. 
Worst thing I've done? I don't I don't think I never did anything really bad. I played games on company time a lot. But you know, we had downtime. Yeah. I told the kid to go F himself. Because there was the middle school right there. Oh, yeah. So there, I had a lot of problems yeah. with, with kids. So I told a little kid to go F himself. That was really, the, I guess, the worst. And I don't remember why, <laughs> but I'm sure he deserved it. Also, uh, you can't get the new PlayStation Plus free games yet. Okay. But you can still get Titan Souls. Okay. So if you're on the computer right now, go to store.playstation.com and make sure you get Titan Souls for free because it is an awesome game. So these those, these are probably like kicking, the new one's probably kicking next week. You don't get every game? I do. <laughs> I know. I should, but... Yeah. Uh, I used to not, but then, like... Because you don't I, I even started... have to download it. You just have to... You just have to add it to your cart. You have to add, You have to go through the whole, like, transaction and stuff, but... Yeah, but, I mean, you don't have to download it to your system. Yeah. You can just let it sit there. Yeah, no, I, I make sure... Because, like, there was a... Like, I didn't do that in the beginning, but then, like, I missed, like, some games that, like, I probably should have got. So, like, now I get everything. Uh, That might be an issue. Remember, you know our little segment... Yes. Where we always forget where we like to go through all of our games. Because right. adding those, <laughs> you're just going to have a bunch of games. Well, that we here's, here's the thing. I don't count those on my list. Because oh, okay. That's a good I, idea. I yeah. only count like games I'm actually like spending money on. Good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, PlayStation Plus games that we've played should be on the list. Definitely. I guess. Definitely. Because that's a talking point. For yeah. for the record, there's a segment on the podcast sometimes where we go through our library and pick a random game. We haven't been doing it in a while. We haven't been doing it in a while. But we're looking to bring it back. Looking to a, bring it back in, in a, a fun new, way. unique way. Stay tuned. Subscribe to this channel if you want to know more. Uh, I winked for the audio podcast listeners. Anything else? Because we got to wrap it up. Uh, Talked no. a little too long about GameStop. I'm good. I'm done. Okay, guys. This is the part where you talk to us in the chat. Yes. Like you have been this whole time anyway. Uh, or using the hashtag WolfDenLive on Twitter, which I don't think anybody did. <laughs> Fred. only It's only ever Fred. Good old Fred. Oh, and Samoan Steak. All right. Fred, y'all going to need any references? No. He's referring to the, uh, what's it called? The thumbnail stream that I do after the podcast over on twitch.tv slash BobWolf. And if you spell that wrong, you deserve to not see it. Uh, Samoan Steak says over on Twitter, who would you like to see direct the solo Batman and Flash films? Didn't we say that already? Well, we said who they're looking at. And do you think they will be delayed? I absolutely think they, they will, will definitely be delayed. be delayed. Flash, definitely. Um, I mean, Matt Reeves would be pretty good. I think he would be he would be a really good choice for that. I like to see him do more than just uh, the two Planet of the Apes movies, although those are excellent. Uh, they're. I'm trying. I'm thinking back to when they were going to do Man of Steel originally. There was like a short list of directors, and Zack Snyder wasn't on it. And then the next day, Zack Snyder got the job. <laughs> so I like it was people like Matt Reeves and Darren Aronofsky and uh, Duncan Jones and like a couple of other people. People with like indie cred who like were looking to do the next like, big thing in their career. Something like something along those lines. I know Duncan Jones directed Warcraft, but like I, I, I'm willing to let that slide. I don't think a lot of that was his fault. Somebody left a really long comment on last week's Wolf Den Live, which okay. is also a way you can talk to us. Uh, and it it got marked as spam, and it doesn't give me an option to not 
market as spam. Yeah, I've been having a lot of problems with it's like just because it's a long comment. <laughs> and it says there's two held for review and it's not nothing short. Yeah. Of. I don't know. I kind of want to read this from okay. Irish Jester. Sorry, but I got to disagree with you guys about it being better if Xbox is making a new generation rather than iterative. Did we say it was better? I said it was better. I think I said it would be fine with me. I don't necessarily I I I think better is, I think is it's a little harsh. I think it's better if they just do a next generation rather than an iteration. I might have said better. In the in the fact that the PS4 isn't the PS4 Pro isn't doing well. Right. It's better for the company, not better for us. Right. I think it would be better for Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, what, let me make that clear. What's what's he saying? Does PC get new generations or is it iteration when you upgrade PC? This is not uh, <laughs> This is not PC. This is a freaking game console. That's the thing. Like PC and console like they're they're two, yes, they do similar things, but they're two different machines the point of a console is you buy it once you put it in your under your tv and then you forget about it for the next five to six years a pc you know yes you can upgrade it every two months or whatever but you don't but you don't have to you know that's well i mean you do have to with a pc you kind of have to upgrade it yeah but like that's what PCs are for, like to be upgraded and modded. That's for people who want to do those things. Right. Console is for people who don't want to do those things. It's like the difference between getting an NES Classic and building one out of a Raspberry Pi. Like, yeah, technically the Raspberry Pi option is, you know, you get more games, it's more powerful, you can have other systems, you can add and subtract it at your leisure. I just you want can... the NES Classic for pure novelty. The NES Classic, you put it on their TV, it's got 30 games. It's got probably the 30 games I would want to play on the NES anyway. There you go. A new generation just means that the reset architecture, UI, and storefronts in the past before online connectivity updating and better returns on hardware improvement than having hardware generations made sense. I really do I'm having a hard time understanding <laughs> that. I don't think it's you. I think it's me. With modern online updating, diminishing returns on hardware improvements, and using x86 architecture, it makes no sense to make a new generation unless they want to artificially lock games to a specific hardware model, which, yeah. To force you into rebuying games and forcing upgrades to play new games. Yeah, I completely well, agree that using x86 architecture means that it's a lot more flexible yes absolutely however they definitely do and should want to lock games to a specific hardware model well okay there's that but then there's also you know i get the whole making sure whatever game you buy now will work for every console in the future like the microsoft when microsoft announced the scorpio they said any xbox game you buy will work on xbox 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 one xbox one s and scorpio like I get that. Like that's important, and I think you know more game companies should, you know, return to that mentality. And x eighty six architecture is probably the best way to do that. But you know everything else, you know, it doesn't have to be iterative. PC uses x eighty six architecture and is iterative and doesn't experience this issue. It's forward compatible. Uh, yeah, that's how games should be. Mm. Games aren't locked to a specific hardware model, losing access to own games of you upgrade. Games have lower settings to run on lower hardware. 
yes, eventually you'll need to update hardware because a game's minimum specs require it, but you can wait until it's financially feasible. You aren't artificially forced to upgrade to a specific PC model every few years. That is not particularly true. I want to say a story. Okay. Um, I'm going to stop reading this comment now. I It's a good argument. Yes. And there's a lot more to it. I wish I could put it on. <laughs> I wish I could uh, mar- approve it. I'll figure out how to approve it. Right. But it's worth a read if I could figure out how to approve it. A while back, I had a home theater PC. And I bought the Max Payne trilogy on it. Because I really like Max Payne 1. Really like Max Payne 3. Haven't played Max Payne 2. And I wanted to. Um, so I bought the trilogy. I'm going to play Max That was my old computer. And that computer cost me about $800. Yeah. Just want to put that so, no, $600. I'm going to play Max Payne 2. It won't open. Why well, won't it open? This is a fairly modern computer. Max Payne 2 is like 10 years old. After scouring forms, I found out that I have to put the computer into single core mode. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. As opposed to, I found it at a plan trade for PS2. I put it in the PS2, and I'm playing Max Payne 2. <laughs> like, okay. So, game, like, a PC will play games from the past. Yeah, but you might have to work on it, you know, it a took, little bit to get it working. It took me a really long time to figure out how to play Rainbow Six uh, 3 on, <laughs> on a modern computer. Yeah. Or it wasn't even, it was, an, it was a Windows 8 computer. Yeah. It took me a really long time to figure out how to do it. Like, okay, yeah, it may be, games, games on PC may be forward compatible, but that doesn't mean the PC you have is backwards compatible. That is that is a very good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, also, you like I've always had PCs that weren't top of the line. Yeah. I always opted for like a budget graphics card. Yeah. Or I don't want to say budget because they were still pretty expensive. Like a mid range, I guess yeah, you could call it. Like two hundred, three hundred dollar yeah. graphics card, which a lot of people would say is budget, but yeah. that's a lot of money for a part in a computer. Yeah. Um, especially something that's not supposed to cost the same amount as a console. Yeah. Uh, and I always found myself at the bottom of the rung when it came to running modern games mm-hmm. or like I could run the game fine, but like just fine. Like yeah. I wouldn't have, I'd, I'd be running everything at medium settings mm-hmm. and that's not ideal at all. Yeah. And when, then you have a console, my consoles cost a little bit more than my graphics card or yeah. they cost less than a top of the line graphics card. Even the graphics card I have now. Which I bought used from a friend for two hundred dollars yeah. is a five hundred dollar graphics card. Jeez. That's so much more than my PS4 costs. Yeah, I would not spend five hundred dollars on this graphics yeah. card. That's insane. Two hundred dollars is worth it, but like, yeah, like I, yeah. I had to get it from a friend. Like, if you're into tinkering with PC and, like, upgrading your stuff and playing... Like, There's nothing th- wrong with that. That's fine. I used to build PCs. I used to be... I mean, I still do. I used to be a primarily PC gamer yeah. for a long time. It's just, I don't have the patience for that. I, under- <laughs> I, under- I understand there there is a market for somebody to want a game console and PC. Because yeah. for a while, I... I, I needed I didn't have a lot of money I needed a PC and I needed someone to play games yeah. on and it, this was just a two in one you know because yeah. I did a lot I you know I do a lot of Photoshop and yeah. do a lot of Premiere work so like it's good to have a a PC that could do a lot of different things yeah that is powerful enough to do a lot of different things yeah. 
But if you don't want to screw around, which I don't anymore, I do not want to screw around yeah. with this thing. I want it to just work. It's good to have a console. Yeah. Because then you just pop the game in and it works. And mm-hmm. you know it's going to work. You don't have to go to can I run it, will it run yeah. com and see if it runs. We spent way too long on that. We did. Uh, Real quick from last week, uh, Fred Bushy asked, Bob, do you prefer Thick May or New Year May? My. With a f- May. 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 Yeah. Uh... He is referring to how in the New Year skin she's a little she appears a little skinnier. To be honest, I don't think there is a difference, and that's kind of what I was getting at in my video. Yeah. I think she literally just took her jacket off because she has a <laughs> thick jacket. Yeah, I don't think she's actually skinnier. I just think she appears a little skinnier. Yeah. So I don't have a preference. I think that they're the same person. Right. <laughs> Uh, he asked me, do you, how do you feel about the new young animal taking over for Vertigo and pretty much filling the same space? I don't understand why they launched young animal when they should have just made it. I guess they launched young animal to be like hip and cool and modern, but like Vertigo is floundering, which is sad because Vertigo was one of the best comic publishers out there. So they really should have just had Gerard Way take over Vertigo instead of launching his own thing. MG13 is imagining Bob telling a kid to F off. <laughs> Muhammad Hader from last week. Uh, when you inevitably become a huge deal, what will your fans be called? Wolfies? Wolfers? Furries. Wolf butts? No. Furries. No. 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 Uh, it, it will be a wolf pun. We'll figure I, that out. You know out. what? I always thought brothers. Wolf brothers? Yeah, wolf brothers. That, that works. I like that. Yeah. Like, that's wolf brothers. Good. What about the girls? They're also brothers. Okay. <laughs> I guess we should say brothers and sisters. Wolf brothers but and statistically, sisters. statistically, statistically, right? They're all brothers. Right. Ninety-five percent. I just don't want to trigger anybody. Right. Uh, Wolf brothers, sisters, and other. Yeah. Gilbert asked from last week. Plot twist: uh, Jar Jar Banks is the last Jedi. Why do you think nobody's talking about him over the last few years? Also, Ray is uh, reincarnated Watto from the Phantom Menace. I have a good meme that I want to share with you. Will. Okay. It is a picture of Jar Jar, and it says, Misa Thelioma. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I do want to follow up from last week. Um, investigative reporter and the voice of Olaf from Frozen, Josh Gad, um, is still trying to pry information was, out of Daisy Ridley. <laughs> and so, like, they're going over the script, and he's apologizing for what wait, he wait, did last up. week. You know, I'm not going to play it. Yeah. But it's good. And, and he's like, okay, so we got some notes from our director, Kevin. So he... For this line, he wants you to say um, who the last Jedi is, who Ray's <laughs> parents are, and whether or not Finn is paralyzed. And then she walks out of his trailer. He's like, "Please don't do this." <laughs> it's okay. Let's go to Josh Gad's Twitter. Yeah, I like how you said investigative reporter. Well, yeah, he's doing investigative journalism right here. Mikachu says, "For years, people have talked about digital killing hard copy with the Switch and its carts." Do you see that still happening? I, for one, rather have hard copy that loads rather than waiting to download. I I feel that digital is better. I have a hard time giving up my collection, though, because I like, yeah. I like physically having it also. But I know that it's better, especially in a portable console, mm-hmm. to be able to play have all of the games with me. Yeah. But... And I wanted the Switch to be my first all digital console. Right. I was gonna make I was gonna make the Switch. There you go. But I forgot that I had already pre-ordered Sonic Mania, mm. the collector's edition. Yeah. So I will have one Switch game. Right. 
physical. Mm-hmm. That means I will have one. Well, that means I will need a spot on my bookshelf for Switch games. Wait, because that's coming out on the other consoles digitally. What? Sonic Mania is coming out on the other consoles digital only. When you buy the collector's edition, you get a download card. This helps a lot. Yeah. This is good news. So I'm going to look that up right now. Is it? I mean, as far as I know, I would imagine that's still being the same with the Switch. Uh, Sonic Mania. Well, what ha- what is... Bleh. This is it. Currently unavailable. Ooh. I think you're right. Yeah, because that's like a download card. Collector's card with download key. There you go. Still, still all digital, baby. It's weird. I just have to buy a hundred and twenty-eight gigabyte yeah. uh, freaking drive. My, because like I'm mostly digital on Xbox One, but I still find myself buying like a physical copy here and there. Like I have, you know, because phys- they're cheaper sometimes. Yeah, it, actually, a lot of times. Yeah, especially which on sucks, but you know, because I don't want want it, but you know, it happens. Um, I saw a question in today's chat that I wanted to answer. Um. MDB, MDB says, I literally only bought both the PS3 and PS4 for wrestling games. And now <laughs> they come out on PC. So that's awesome. You have to see his video where he recreates us in uh, WWE 2017. Yo, because uh, <laughs> I tried, because 2016 was free on Xbox Games of Gold, and I tried to create myself, and I'm a little disappointed in it. You have to, he did a, I, I gotta, he did a very good job. I got to check that out. And he also said, I'm the type of guy who just keeps my PC up to date. And buys Nintendo consoles for my console gaming needs. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm just saying there's people like us who don't want to screw around. Yeah. With that. Uh, Ink Knight Vigilante. Also, link that video in the chat. Yes. Any thoughts on Jeff Johns possibly writing a new Watchmen comic? I'm okay if he wants to do like, you know, maybe like a small mini series or like do whatever he's planning from Rebirth. Like, have that be a big blowout. Um. If he were to do a new ongoing, that's not okay. Um, DC needs to, like, cool it with Watchmen, I think. I mean, I really like what they did with Rebirth. I thought that was really clever. But they need to, like... I feel like between the movie and the prequel comics, even though, like, some of them weren't bad, they're devaluing the original. I'm and gonna, they can't do that. I'm going to rapid fire some of these. Common Boy says, I like Wolfkin. I kind of like that, That's too. Good. Uh, Tevia, Bob, any opinion on Resident Evil 7? I really, really want to play it. Me, too. Especially I, because I have VR. Yeah. But I don't know when I'm going to. Yeah. I, I downloaded the demo. I haven't got a chance to it, even though like I'm really excited for it. Muhammad says, will Nintendo have a decent online store? Their UI usually sucks. I have a video on Nintendo UI from a while ago mm-hmm. because I agree that their Nintendo's UI is usually garbage. Uh, I think they will have a decent online store. I think their UI will still suck. Uh, AJ says 200 gigabytes SanDisk for under 70 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. You should link me to that. Uh, LGN assassin late night gaming. What's up? You guys are awesome. Are great. Thank you. Thank you very much. As I butcher the comment you left. Thank you for being here. Somebody subscribed. Green Squad, thank you for the sub, <laughs> buddy. Mikachu says wolf cubs. No. <laughs> Furries or nothing. Tevia says, any opinion on the Superman Reborn event that's coming out real soon? I'm excited. I hope that answers the question of why Clark Kent and Superman are two different people. And I really like the new outfit they gave him. It is getting closer to 
the classic Superman look that they should have never gotten rid of. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, that's good. Guys, thank you for being here. Don't forget, if you're not here, you can leave a comment using the hashtag WolfDenLive, or you can leave a comment on the previous week's YouTube video, yes. and we will talk to it in the next week. In addition to... Catch- or in this YouTube video right now. In addition to catching this on YouTube, youtube.com slash WolfDen, you can listen to this in audio format on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And if you listen to us there, please um, rate us and review us, because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Sorry, I'm modding people in the chat right now. Go for it. So you talk about SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, I did all that. Stay here to this channel because we're going to be adding another show. Yes, we, we will. Probably. Not a wrestling show. I know you're all really disappointed that it's not going to be a wrestling show. Um, I should do that too. But. I did, yeah. But we're going to be adding a new show. It's going to be pretty modular. So we yeah. don't, it, don't expect it consistently. But we, we I want to spice things up. Yeah, we're, we're 2017 is a year of change. I'm getting married. And this channel is going through some some things. Yes. So thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, As we'll, always. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Don't forget to leave a like on the video. Comment. Talk to us. That's the important part. Oh, yes. and I will be live on Twitch in about an hour. Twitch.tv slash Bob Wolf. Uh, somebody put that in the chat. <laughs> Thank you, guys. See you later. Bye. Goodbye.